there, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Football Manager Therapy. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute, but we are back, and I'm delighted to be able to introduce you all to the full FM team. We're all here. Look at us. If you're watching on YouTube, you can. If you're listening to this, then just ignore this, but everybody's here. The whole gang is here today. I am, of course, your host, Rich Owens, and I've missed you terribly. It's been strange. It's been strange not getting to chat to you for a couple of weeks. But look, everyone's here today. Directly below me, University Challenge Styley, we have got Y Callum. Hello, mate. How are you this morning? Hi, Rich. Hi, you're so Hello. high. Hello. I'm great, thank you. I'm great, thank you. Looking forward to it. It felt very odd missing a week, even though I've only mm. been in for a week. So it's just bizarre. I say that to Kev. But um, yeah, pleasure to be back. A pleasure to have you back here. Again, apologies. Last week, lack of episode, entirely my fault. I had the audacity to go on my honeymoon. So sorry. And, and But it was nice. I had a good time. I had a good time. But nobody to talk to about Sugundo Valantes. So in, in hindsight, probably a massive waste of time. Um, <laughs> we've also got the most suspicious looking man in the FM community. He's Jeff very Roo, happy. Is everything, is everything okay, mate? What? 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 What's what this guy here? Oh, yeah, he was just a guest. Like, why is he here? Yeah, I, I don't know what to Awkward. say, mate. Word. Yeah. No, did did like, you not get that? I, I know you. Oh, you're in Germany. I've been, I've been sending the correspondence to different yeah, countries. Sorry. To record in Germany, and now now this mm. guy they're dancing away. You know. <laughs> I'm here forever, Jeb. In your face. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, do, yeah. Do we need to rearrange the screen and sit me between them or something? Is, no, <laughs> is that going to help? No, I like. I think I like it like this. Mm. I think. I think I like it like this because it. That, that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. This is. This is the therapy section of football manager therapy. <laughs> um, that, that it's going to be okay. Apart from the massive surprise and who sat next to you on screen, Jeb. How are you, mate? Is everything? Is everything else okay? I'm I'm still trying to get my head around this. I mean, I'm I'm going to apologise for my language now, but what the hell is doing here? You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that, is, that is harsh to say about Kev. I say this every time. You need to be. I like kind I like, Kev. I like Kev's beard though. That's that's amazing. Mm. I do that. That's that just great. Me. Yeah. It's a great beard, though. It's a really really strong beard. Um. Now we, we've also got the fourth member of the FM team here, who's who sat um next to me, but. It wouldn't feel right if I introduced them this week. So what I thought I would do, um, Jeb, um, Jeb Heyman, if you would like to uh, do the final introduction of this morning's episode. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jeb Heyman, and I am the advocate for the reigning, defending world heavyweight FM champion, Kev Lesnar. It's Kev Lesnar. I did a thing. You did. You absolutely did a thing, mate. How are you this morning, man? Oh, completely done in. The party was like all night long. And can I just say the one thing that I've discovered in the last couple of hours is open top bus companies do not like you calling them just after midnight to see if they can hastily arrange one for you the following day. They really don't. I, I don't know. They had Jeb's sound effect and everything. It was awful. But yeah, other than that, it's been really fun. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Oh, they, honestly, that's been one of the highlights. Uh, one of the highlights of my weekend was uh, that, that result rolling in. So fantastic, mate. Congratulations. And it's Thank lovely you. to have you here. It's lovely to have you back. I've missed my Kev time. I've missed oh, my time with everybody. It's, been, but... it, it's really weird. Callum is right. Last week, we didn't record and it just didn't feel quite right somehow. 
Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pleased to be back. It's good. And we've got the whole gang together who are all ecstatically happy to be together and be the FM team. So, you know, we're all good. It's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't see a problem at all. No, absolutely none. Absolutely none whatsoever. None whatsoever. It's all going to be fine moving forwards. Trust me. Everything's going to be okay. Um, we'll sort out this whole, you know, Callum and Jeb situation. Then we'll just move on to other global conflicts. I think we can, we can fix them. <laughs> we can fix Everything's going to be fine. We, we're going to fix everything. Don't worry, boys. Don't worry. Good. Everyone's here. Everyone's happy, probably. Um, let's do some podcasting, shall we, fellas? Let's do some podcasting, the good old-fashioned podcasting, the way we used to do. Um, all now, those many funny... two weeks ago. <laughs> those many two weeks ago. <laughs> or as uh, as Jeb likes to refer to them, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's 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 the modern times now. This is what we have to. This is what we're going to be doing moving forwards, and it's going to be okay. Uh, Jeb will come around. Of course, he'll come around. Um, now, we always used to start out with a bit of a save update. Uh, we used to take it in turns, and this week, it's my turn. What an exciting Ooh. treat for everybody! Because my goodness, my goodness, have I been doing some streaming since we uh, since we last caught up with what was going on with my save? Uh, if you remember, I was back in that mad scientist database back in the olden days. Uh, with Inter Milan in the 98-99 retro database. And last time we chatted, everything was going quite well. I think we were kind of midway through season number two. Um, my boy Ronaldo was doing goals for fun. Uh, and we were chasing we were chasing multiple, uh, multiple trophies that season. Um, some trophies were won. Some, some trophies were secured that season. In fact, most of the trophies were secured season number two. Uh, that boy, Ronaldo, went on a bit of a mad one. Uh, we were sat here saying, hey, maybe he's going to score 100 goals this season. 115. He ended up scoring again. 115 goals, which was offensive. I've never seen numbers quite like it, but he just scored. He stayed fit and healthy the whole way through the season. He scored goal after goal after goal after goal after goal. Um, I did lose games. I, season one, I went undefeated in the league. Season number two, dropped some points here and there, which was terrifying. And for some reason, Roma, Roma, despite you having clubs like Juventus, in the, who are incredible in the database, Parma, who are phenomenally good in that database, um, Roma were the team to beat and they kept pace with me the entirety of the way through the season. We were matching each other's results week after week after week after week. I would drop points. They would drop points. I'd draw a game. They would draw a game. Um, it was a really, really, really tight season. Even though I had Ronaldo who scored 115 goals, it shouldn't have been as competitive as it was. But Roma, for whatever reason, just turned it on and played some incredible football. They were the first team to beat me. They beat me 2-1 at the start of the season, but then I returned the favour and I beat them 2-1 later on in the season. Comes down to the very, very last day. It comes down to the very, very last day. We are tied on points. However, thanks to the boy Ronaldo, I have got an exceptionally higher goal difference than Roma. They needed to win. I think if I'd won 1-0, they needed to win 48-0 to, uh, <laughs> to get me on goal difference. And to be fair, at halftime, I was drawing and they were 5-0 up. And I was like, my chat like, it could happen. This, this could be the one. This may, maybe it's going to happen. Fortunately, it didn't. I won my game. Roma won theirs. So we finished the season uh, on equal points, but my goal difference is significantly higher. I get the little trophy lifting celebration. Out come the boys. Hooray. The trophy comes up. The confetti comes down. Everyone's really happy. I'm like, fantastic. I've gone two for two in the league. Brilliant. What a result. We move through to the next day uh, in the save. 
and I haven't had the notification that advises me that I've won the league yet. I'm like, oh, that's really, really strange because normally that's the first thing you see after you leave the, the, the match day. It'll say, you know, um, you've congratulations, Inter Milan have won Serie A. Happy days. I don't get that notification. I'm sat there talking to chat. I'm like, this is really strange because normally that's that's popped up. And then at the top of the screen, in my next fixture, I can see I've got AS Roma coming up in about four days' time in a playoff match. What am I in the playoffs for? I've, I've won the everything. I've won. I've won the league. I've lifted a trophy. There's screenshots and everything. But no, apparently... Apparently not in Serie A. Apparently the rules are head-to-head -head record overrules goal difference. And because we both both games fin finished 2-1, we were equal head-to-head. -head. So we had to play one last game, a decider, a winner-takes-all playoff, single-leg game against Roma to see who wins the league. Fortunately for me, fortunately for me, the day before the game, uh, an international window started. So... I would say a good two-thirds of everybody's first 11s just buggered off on international duty. <laughs> Fortunately, Brazil were not included in that. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, Ronaldo and Ronaldinho just turned up against Roma's reserves and we battered them 4-0, which is quite fortunate. So uh, won a league title, won a Champions League, beat Palmer in a Champions League final, which was very, very exciting, despite the fact we went down to 10 men very early on. Um, lost in the Coppa Italia also to Palmer. Uh, who had two shots the entire game, uh, which was, again, quite frustrating because at this point in the safe, I just couldn't win the Coppa Italia. Got knocked out of it season one, got knocked out of it season two, and I was furious. Uh, so that all went quite nicely. And then season three, I thought, you know what's really, really good fun? Just doing an entire season in one stream. Let's just do it that way. Because a couple of weeks ago, I did my wonderful charity stream for St. Richard's Hospice, knocked out the entire season in one day. Had a bit of a rebuild of the squad, sold some players, bought some new players in, uh, including Juan Sebastian Veron from Parma, who got very, very angry uh, when they wouldn't offer him a new contract. And they showed some interest in one of my midfielders. So I was like, hey, let's do a little swapsy. So we did. Veron came in. The entire team was kind of restructured, a bit of restructuring uh, across the defence, across the midfield. Weirdly enough, Ronaldo stayed. Didn't quite match his 115 goals from the season before, just finished on 91. So really, what's the point? Like, what is the point at this? Mm. Embarrassing at this cool. stage. I like, I know, I like to imagine um, really, really popular Chelsea pundit Rory Jennings just sat there going, "No, Ronaldo's not going to score a hundred goals again this season. That's that's an insult to the establishment. How dare he? Uh, he no, he didn't. He was right. Rory Jennings would have been correct. Um, but ninety-one goals wasn't terrible. And long story short, I won everything, which was surprising to me, surprising to my chat. Uh, the longer the stream went on, the more convinced I was that we weren't going to win everything. Because again, Roma were really good. Three seasons in a row, fought me right until the end. But I just managed to pull away towards the end of the season. Uh, won another Champions League because I just can't stop winning the Champions League. Uh, and also managed to break my... Uh, break my losing streak in the Coppa Italia. So we won a Coppa Italia, we won a Champions League, won the Serie A, won the Super Coppa Italiana as well, the most prestigious competition in Italian football. Everything went really, 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 really well. I've won everything. And I think it's officially time now for me to retire the save. Because <gasps> I know, I know, I know. Um, because what else can you do? Once you've won everything, I mean, what else is there to do? 
you know, it's fun to keep winning, but I think my time in the past with Inter Milan has now drawn to a close. It's interesting though, Rich, because quite often people will come into my chat and say, I've won the Premier League 412 times and I've won <laughs> the FA Cup 65,000 times. They obviously do enjoy just winning everything all the time. But obviously a humble man like yourself, you know, you've, you've, you've won so much. You're like, look, I want to let other people win now. Like this mm. is getting ridiculous, you know. I'm. It's unfair for me to be the winner every single time. So you know, let's mm -hmm. let's pass the buck over. But I thought it was interesting that you, you had the trophy ceremony and you hadn't won the trophy because quite often yeah. I win a trophy and don't have the tro trophy ceremony. So it's like the opposite mm -hmm. of it. It's like you know when yeah. you're like, oh, I've won the league, brilliant! I can't wait to see us read the trophy, and lift the trophy, and then it goes over and just goes, "There's your match stats. Good luck. Off you go. You've won the league. Congratulations." Mm -hmm. So you say quite often. Huh? <clears throat> right, you one league. It's not, it's not, it's, it's not my save update, but I have had two, two oh, okay. promotions. Okay. So, uh, did you win the league so, again? I don't know. I've not, I've not. No, I did not. I won the playoffs. Unbelievably, it's in the contract. You have to go through the playoffs. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but yeah, as I say, not my save update. But I am currently twenty fourth in League Two, and it's going terribly. And I'm having a really bad time. <laughs> <laughs> See, but now he's smiling. Now he's smiling. Look at I had us. to give him something. I had to give him something. <laughs> Building bridges. That's what we do on this podcast. That's what we do on this podcast. Yeah, it is very strange. I did note the irony at the time, because as you say, the amount of times that, you know, you'll win a trophy in a save and then you just don't get the ceremony afterwards. You feel a little bit hard done by. Mm. Um, to get it without having technically won the league felt a little bit. <laughs> little bit strange it was just foreshadowing it was just foreshadowing mm. they knew there was an international break coming so uh yeah did you get it did you get it again then rich on the second no. one did you get it again <laughs> no no absolutely <laughs> not just beat them four now they're like oh nice one yeah you've, you've done you've done it you've seen it once that was enough it's like you know we had the, the name was on the trophy but it was just in sharpie so uh you know we, we were planning ahead we had a good feeling i had a very very good feeling um i've got i've got to say just take just take the opportunity um shout out to the mad scientist because it's such a great database it's such a good database the amount of effort he's put in the fact that he's still updating it now i think that he's adding new leagues pretty much every every couple of weeks at the moment um it's a thing of beauty if you have not had a little dabble with it yet, if you've not had a play around with it, just get it downloaded and get involved because just the nostalgia above all else, the nostalgia is wonderful. Um, it's great fun. Uh, I can't recommend it highly enough. If you're struggling for content ideas like me and haven't already done something in the retro database, then by all means, please do get involved because it's so much fun. So thank you, Matt. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, to get to play with it. And I suppose the other nice thing, what a segue, what a segue. As a result of that charity stream that I did where I did the whole season in one day and I had a lovely time doing it, uh, I'm delighted. I got an email uh, while I was away on holiday from St. Richard's Hospice. £673 we managed to raise in the end. £673. Mostly, you know, a, a huge part of that is down to yourselves. Um, incredibly, incredibly generous com um, donations from all of you. So thank you, boys. I appreciate you all. We, we didn't have any um, incentive at all to do that, did we? Absolutely no incentive whatsoever. Charity. Absolutely charity. none. Yeah, just, just out of the goodness of your hearts, the kindness <laughs> of your of your your beautiful, beautiful uh, altruistic hearts. Um, so we smashed <laughs> it. Like, raised, 
kept predicting that I predict money, uh, I donate mm. money as well. It worked, worked quite nicely. And you did the handstand. And yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was amazing. And, and then that late that that late night uh, banana thing. Yeah, that was done yeah. as well. Mm. well we we don't honestly, talk about that. Yeah. Contractually not obliged to talk about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed near just the banana aisle in any supermarket in the country now, out of fear that it's going to happen again. Um, you know, I've just I've, I've revolutionised the term banana split, and that's all I'll say. And that's going to leave it. But no, thank you, everybody that donated, everybody that hung out with me. Um, there wasn't a single moment during. I think it was. 15 hours I streamed for in the end because I got through the save a little bit quicker than I was expecting to, if I'm honest with you. So 15 hours we streamed for, and there wasn't a single moment during those 15 hours that I was alone. There was always people, there were always people in chat. The donations just rolled in throughout the stream, which was incredible. Um, everybody was amazing. So genuinely, thank you. You're all beautiful, beautiful human beings. And fantastic. That, that money that was raised. It's yeah, good effort. incredible effort. Incredible effort. That money is going to go a really, really long way for an organization that do wonderful wonderful work so cheers um however however though boys it's not just me it's not just me that's been doing um a bit of the old charity work this week um kev there's there's viewers might have noticed there's 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 a slight difference about you this week which i can't quite put my finger on any it, reason behind that? Is, is it just the confidence of being the FM World Heavyweight Champion? Is that what you're talking about? I mean, about? there is that. It's it's no. flowing through you. It's genuinely okay. flowing through you. I mean, all audio listeners will have picked up on the change, mm. obviously. You know, Absolutely. It's, it's, you know. Um, so, yeah, um, apparently either I'm having a midlife crisis or, or I was involved <laughs> in a charity stream this week. And we'll go with the second one, even though it may or may not be true. We'll... we'll you know, we'll see what you think. Uh, but yeah, so this week, really important week uh, in the FM community in a lot of ways, led by the wonderful cult, uh, the cult of and uh, Malteser Falcon, who are the guiding lights behind it. There was a week long charity stream event that happened in the FM community started um, as we speak on a Sunday uh, morning. It started a week ago on the Saturday evening and finished last night. And the idea of it was that a week ago, uh, the Coltov started a new football manager save with Maidstone. Uh, and after three or four hours of playing it, took the file and passed it on to another content creator who carried on playing it for the next few hours. And that carried on all the way through the week till the end of Saturday evening last night. And as part of that process, we were trying to raise awareness and raise some money for both um, Alzheimer's and dementia research and care, basically. Those were the two uh, organizations that were going to benefit through this charity live stream event. So there were about 30 creators that were involved that passed the baton between us. And uh, on Thursday afternoon, in the middle of a championship season, because we'd moved Maidstone up a couple of divisions. I think they started in the, was it the Vanarama National or was it the Vanarama? Yeah. yeah, it was the Vanarama National, wasn't it? So uh, they'd moved up a few divisions, done really well. On Thursday afternoon, gents, I had a lovely time getting three losses and one draw for Maidstone <laughs> in the championship because <laughs> my star striker was out the entire afternoon that I had them for and I couldn't get him on the pitch at all. That's what I'm saying is the problem, and I'm sticking to it anyway. But that really doesn't matter. I mean, it kind of mattered to me at the time. I'm one of those people that would have loved to have done a little bit better and felt like they contributed on the pitch a little bit, but I really didn't. Um, but 
what we did do was we raised some good money. And as a content creator in that kind of um, context, you want to find a way to invigorate your chat to do something uh, and financially contribute. So my thought was, if we raise £150 in my three-hour session on the live stream, I will dye my beard purple. That was the, the forfeit. Uh, I kind of thought, knowing my chat as much as I do, that they probably wouldn't let me down. And so I had ordered some purple dye that showed up during the live stream, which is, you know, happenstance. That's great. Uh, and they really didn't let me down. My my three-hour attempt to raise 150 quid was done in uh, half an hour when we were over 200. <laughs> they really wanted to me to dye my beard purple. Uh, and we raised a good amount of money for a, a brilliant organization led by some very, very good people through the week. And I was incredibly happy to do it. Um, so yeah, after my live stream, actually it was on the Friday morning, eventually I got my purple dye out and was absolutely petrified of it, if I'm totally honest. I've never had to do or never chosen to do anything like that before of any sort. I might not do it again, I don't know. Um, but I was so scared that I was going to have some purple blotchy face or it would go across the entire bathroom and I'd get divorced or, you know, <laughs> anything could happen in this. But we managed to do it just about. And now the results for the viewers out there that are actually watching, you can see in front of you. For those that don't, uh, go and check out my Twitter feed and you'll see plenty <laughs> of images of Kev with a purple beard and apparently the purple beard's gone to my head and created a drafting beast so we'll see what happens <laughs> after this but yeah it was a lot of fun the, the week itself was amazing i know callum was involved as well and i'm sure you know uh, he'll recount his side of it in a second but from my point of view really pleased to be involved in it it was a great time i loved catching up with some of the other streamers as it was going around and yes i now have a purple beard I, I personally can't decide whether you uh, roast your own coffee beans now uh, obviously, <laughs> and can tell us about all the uh, nuances and all the different flavors you can get. Or you're actually just a secret hacker as well. So you become like a tech genius and you, you're just doing that and you put sunglasses on at night and put German techno on in the background. It's like, yeah, I'm going to hack. I've got 500 million screens in front of you. That's it's basically what, what you are now. That's, that's that's what you are to me. It's amazing the lifestyle change that can happen in the space of a week, isn't it, really? Yeah, but, exactly. You know, what can I say, you know, I've, I've got all sorts of feelings about all sorts of things now. So, <laughs> and coffee yeah. is just one of those things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you Kev look, you has recently great. watched the late nineties film hackers. And yeah, just, yeah me too. Great I'm film. In. Great yeah. film. Yeah. You, yeah, you look great. At least, at least you've not got egg on your face. Well, no, exactly. Callum. <laughs> Hi everyone. Um, yeah. If there's any re ever a reason to watch the um, visual of, of this week's podcast, Kev's face is that reason. So make sure you come over and watch it on YouTube as well, because what a sight. It's beautiful, isn't it? It is art, as I said yesterday. Um, yeah. I mean, so I, I took over the stream on the final day. I think I was um, the third last slot. So it was me, then Bob, then back to the cold top at the end of the day. Um, so I was honestly, so Kev said, you know, he wanted to raise 150 quid and he thought, ah, oh, his chat will probably do it. Being on the last day, I assumed, I'll be honest with you, that most people who wanted to donate had donated. I think I took over a stream that was uh, off the top of my head. I think it was around the 4,000 mark, which is incredible on its own, by the way, like to have raised 4,000 pounds. 
So I genuinely thought, I probably won't have to do my punishment, so I'll be fine. So I set my punishment as £100 overall, I will crack an egg on my head. Now, to be to give a bit of context to that, I have a borderline phobia of eggs. Um, I hate eggs with a passion. I hate everything about them. I don't like people eating eggs near me. I really, really don't like eggs. So I thought, you know what? I'm not even going to get an egg. Because <laughs> it's not going to happen, is it? So I started the stream. Um, and I think it was about six minutes into the stream when Jebaru decided to pop in and donate £100. So that was, <laughs> that, was, that was good. So I was like, why have you done this? I've got to be happy because it's for charity. But oh, no. Um, and then, <laughs> so uh, then I had the issue of, well, I don't actually have an egg. And I do have the crack one on my head. So I got on the phone to my mum, who lives half a mile down the road, and said, you know those chickens you've got out of the bat? Would you mind bringing an egg round? Um, and then within about 20 minutes, someone else raided into me. I explained the charity to them. They said, that's amazing. I'm going to also donate £100. It's like, you have got to be joking me. What is going on here? So then, <laughs> so then back on the phone to mum. You're not going to believe it, mum. I need a second egg. I need a second egg. Um, and uh, and it was it was genuinely really, really good fun. I'll be honest with you. I took a, it, You have four hours. And obviously, as we all know, I'm exceptional at football manager. However, I didn't have enough time to really show my expertise, I'd say, over the four hour period. Um, we I, were... show, I showed exactly my expertise <laughs> over my three hours, I can tell you. <laughs> I uh, I lost to Man City three times. Um, Jebaru scored a screamer for me against Everton. Um, I won three games. I lost 6-1, 5-0, 4-0. was not happy when he took us uh, took them over with a four-game losing streak. Um, but then just as I was uh, collecting my towels to uh, to put down for the egg cracking, uh, Miles Jacobson donated £250. So luckily, my mum had brought three eggs. I had told everyone, if we get above 300 I can't do more. It's just not entertaining by the seventh egg, probably. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so Miles, Miles donated to the cause. It was very much not for me. It was very much for the cause. And... Um, but it was it was just ridiculous. And so I cracked three eggs over my head. It was quite the experience. People were telling me how to wash egg out of my hair, which was very good because I was just going to get in the shower. But apparently cold water or else it starts cooking. Did you know that? Because I didn't. <laughs> apparently, if you get in a hot shower, it starts cooking and it just stays there for days. So I would have been going back to school on Monday with just egg everywhere, like scrambled egg. Um, but the overall total I'm looking now, and it might have altered since this, but the overall total when we finished streaming was £5,738, mm. which is unbelievable for a community to do. It's just, it's crazy to think we've raised that amount of money. And um, it's such a noble cause as well, the Alzheimer's mm. and dementia research, because it's such a dreadful, dreadful thing. Um, so, yeah. It was it was a pleasure to be a part of. It really was. I was involved in the last one, and that was special. And this one, we just went above and beyond with this one. I felt like it was it was amazing. For a little bit of perspective on that total, the original target that we set mm. ourselves at the beginning of the week was fifteen hundred pounds. That was the hope that we would get to, and to get over uh, uh, five and a half grand for a couple of very good causes was amazing work. Yeah, and you know, whilst uh, rightly so in a lot of ways, people like Jack 
the cult of and and Chris Mal, uh, Malteser Falcon, they're they're pushing all of the glory and all of the kudos onto all the people that were streaming and donating and all that kind of stuff. That and that's you know that's right to a point. People put themselves out there and and help the cause. That's great. But those two guys, along with their graphics team in the background and some other uh, people that were just helping to make sure everything worked and everything moved forward and it it was all structured and any gaps that uh, came up were filled pretty quickly because somebody had to pull out or whatever it was. So their organization of it was magnificent. And it is absolutely a direct result of that, that we uh, have come up with an amazing amount of money for a couple of very good causes. So all the kudos out there to those two guys, to their team, but also to all the guys and girls that were streaming through the week as well. And all of those that came in and supported and donated. It was a, a, an amazing FM community effort. And mm-hmm. to, to be clear on my side, I, I just donated to the charity. It wasn't for yours. It was just a really happy, it was a happy accident. So, uh, no, okay. it wasn't. We, we I, believe I'm, you, Jeb. Yeah, we believe I'm, you. I'm currently in Berlin, so I've not had time to consume any FM content this week because I've been working most days and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I woke up yesterday. I was like, right, I need to donate. And it just sort of like just Callum's face when he realized he'd donated. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to cook an egg on his head. <laughs> you know it wasn't planned out it wasn't you know an evil master plan (laughs) yesterday i had to do runs to the airport so i didn't actually get to see it happen live i think i just saw the remnants of like the (laughs) the third egg going to his hair (laughs) but yeah glorious amazing i I don't think it could have worked out any better personally just what what a happy accident what a very very happy accident whoopsie (laughs) oh what are they like what are they like those crazy kids um no it was was wonderful absolutely wonderful i mean i i said it during um i said it during my stream the other week pound for pound for my money the fm community is is one of the best out there um Mm -hmm. the fact that you know five and a half thousand pounds raised is absolutely incredible you know the money that i managed to raise the week before that mm-hmm. absolutely incredible like was not expecting to get anywhere close to that and the fact that it's 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 people that you know in the, in the most cases people that you, you may have interacted with previously but you might not have met them you know and these people are willing to donate their time and their money to these causes um the, the amount of support that's out there so it, it, it's just it's absolutely incredible herculean so i cannot cannot thank people enough um and it, it doesn't this is the weird thing though it doesn't surprise me anymore when this happens it used to we said wow that's incredible but now it's not that you expect it but you're just you're not shocked by it because mm. you know that the generosity of these people exists and it's it's magnificent it's absolutely magnificent so everybody that was involved as I say that the week-long stream everyone behind the scenes incredible efforts from everybody involved um and more of that kind of thing in the future please and thank you um say what a community uh what a total raised and all the money that's been raised it's going to go so far for for helping people that to help people that really need it so Mm. i think on behalf of everybody involved um from this end especially thank you yeah thank you yeah it's pretty it's pretty good it's pretty good um speaking of things that are pretty good um kev yes you, you know just just in general just you um you said you've you've dyed your beard purple and it's created a little bit of a pvp monster hasn't it um <laughs> it you know we heard jeb Heyman's quite incredible introduction at the beginning of this week's podcast happens wherever um, i go now it's great of course <laughs> of course 
He just plays it. He's got it recorded. Just presses play whenever he walks into the shops, anything like that. Just uh, people have, the people have to know. The people have to know who you are. Um, there is a new FM World Heavyweight Champion in town. Um, his name is Kev Lesnar. Um, at the time of recording, I say that the party is still, you know, um, Mrs. United City FM is still partying in the background. Uh, she's delighted, yeah. and rightly so. I mean, that um, happens most podcasts anyway. But, of, course, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. It's Sunday morning and she's still going strong um, because she's the very best of us. Um, Kev, tell us all about it. About how, uh, talk to us about your, your incredible achievements uh, last night. Well, thank you very much. So Michael runs this organization, uh, the FM World Heavyweight Championships. There's tag team championships. There's a heavyweight championship. And he runs runs it like a pseudo wrestling organization. Uh, uh, a little while ago, I won a number one contenders match to get a title shot against the then champion Wick Div, uh, Abby, who is absolutely spectacular in every way. Uh, big shout out to them this morning. Um, and you might remember about a month or so ago, I had my title shot. Uh, one on one against Abby in a two uh, match um, matchup. Couldn't find the words, mm -hmm. but that'll do. Uh, and in the very first matchup, my internet connection crashed on me halfway through the game, and you can't get back in and continue to control your team. So my assistant did so and did really brilliantly well to get me a 5-1 loss in the first game. So that was kind of my title shot done, really, in that sense. We played the second game, and I was in control of it, and we got a 2-2 draw in that one. Eventually, Abby took the title back home with them, 7-3 uh, on aggregate. And I kind of felt two things, if I'm honest. One, that I hadn't kind of had a, uh, a total crack at it because uh, it was kind of taken away from me by my poor internet connection. But two, genuinely, I thought, but I have had my title shot. This was the moment. It was my connection. It went. These things happen. But I don't really deserve anything else. I need to earn something else. So I was quite insistent on Michael afterwards that I would like to earn it again rather than just be handed another opportunity. But he was equally insistent that, no, it wasn't what he wanted for a, a main event title picture either. So uh, I was going to get another chance. And that was fine. Um, he then announced Draftomania which happened last night, which is an amazing concept and such a logistical nightmare to try and figure out how to actually organize <laughs> and run. And I think overall they did pretty well, although it ran quite long in the end. So several uh, people, there was a tag team matchup that drafted and then played a couple of rounds of games. There was a couple of individual one-on-one -on -one grudge matches, for want of a better term, that they wanted to come and settle some scores. So they drafted at the point where the tag teams were playing their matches, they then drafted, so they were ready to play the matches after that. And then at the end of the evening, the main event was a four-way uh, battle for Wick Div's World Heavyweight Championship. It was obviously Wick Div defending against myself as a returning combatant with Cy Maggio as another challenger and a mystery opponent that was announced on the night. I'll get to the mystery opponent in a second. The, the stipulation was we had a hundred million pound to spend, not too much, but the actual player pool was only Scottish players or players playing in Scotland. Those were the two player stips. 
And then Scottish Tony was announced as the fourth participant <laughs> in the matchup. What a fix, <laughs> I thought. For goodness sake. Scottish Tony Jameson strolling in with his highfalutin podcasts and all sorts of other things, taking away our glory by having Scottish players <laughs> put into his Scottish Tony's drafting competition. Oh, oh, I thought the fix is on, folks. The fix. Poor Whipdiv. She, you know, they're going to lose their title to Scottish Tony. Spoiler alert, Scottish Tony was pretty bad on the night. He just didn't really get much at all. It was quite funny to watch, really, for a lot of us, other than Scottish Tony. Bless him. Oh, he knows that I love him. Tony's an absolute sensation, and it was really fun to be with him, but he didn't play particularly great on the night. And in the end, finished bottom of the league. We had a, um, a mini league between the four of us. We played each other home and away, six matches, and I went on a bit of a tear. And I don't really totally understand uh, exactly why, because a few weeks ago I was suggesting I don't understand draft mode and you can be brilliant one week and awful the next week. And that is still how I feel about draft mode. I've got another one coming up soon and I may go out really early and look dreadful. But on this occasion, my team showed up. I'd had a good draft. Lyndon Dyke. Uh, Dykes was my target forward and I love a target forward and it really worked for me on the night and I went unbeaten in five matches lifted the trophy uh, or the world heavyweight championship which is amazing and then Cy Maggio beat me on the sixth game because my team went ah, I don't need to play anymore do we and that was unfortunate <laughs> so I nearly got the 100% record as well on the on the six games but yeah five out of five looked really good doing it um, in that player pool, you can imagine my delight when the most expensive player basically in the player pool, who was Andy Robertson, who was playing for Cy Maggio, got sent off in my game against him. <laughs> that was hilarious to me. And I went on a bit of a tear and smashed the rest of his team quite considerably. But yeah, I am now the reigning, defending, undisputed football manager, world heavyweight champion. And there is even a belt somewhere that might make its way to me at some point. So watch <laughs> out for that. And it was a lovely time. Man, I'm, I'm delighted for you. Uh, I think my favourite part of that whole thing is the fact that there might be a belt somewhere. <laughs> that's it's on its way, that, I think. Oh, that's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, <clears throat> and again, spoilers. Here's, here's some exciting behind-the-scenes stuff for everybody who's, who's watching and listening. So originally, originally, Tony and myself were scheduled to have a uh, tag team match. <laughs> against uh alistair and how we roll owen uh, was that is that scottish tony scottish tony yeah, yeah. Scot okay. scottish tony jameson um we <laughs> scheduled one to, uh, win scottish tony yes yeah. yes one win scottish tony um <laughs> tony one wins um we we were scheduled scheduled to have a, a match against uh ali and uh owen the the potato curry bandits as they are uh, as they're known on the circuit um, it was meant to happen a couple of weeks ago. Unfortunately, due to some um, scheduling issues, Owen, Owen had to delay a flight, so he couldn't make it back. Um, we were then offered the match, uh, the rematch. So we then rescheduled the offer the match uh, last night. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to uh, to play last night, so Tony was offered this Scottish Tony. Scottish Tony was offered a place in the uh, in the World Heavyweight Championship match. So, hey, you know the, the fact that he was there down to me. You know, am I saying am I saying that you know that those six points you picked up against him, Kev, were instrumental in <laughs> winning the belt? Maybe. So you know, what I don't necessarily want thanks. I just think these are some things that are, are worth uh, putting out there. 
no that's that's fair enough absolutely i get Uh, and also yeah yeah the other aliano and retained um quite convincingly as well Mm -hmm. so again congratulations to the two of them um at some point at some point we'll drag this out for ages and ages and ages and ages uh we, we may i may get the the tag title match done yeah but by the time you do though myself and jebaru would have swept in won the tag titles and it'll be against us instead by the time yeah. that exactly happens. exactly yeah all the gold belts. baby all the gold <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming home it's all coming home um yeah i mean congratulations again mate congratulations again i think after what happened in your original match against wickdiv uh where you had the the connectivity issues um it just it just didn't feel like the story was complete. It didn't feel right. So I'm very very happy that you got the opportunity for a bit of a rematch there and absolutely smashed it. Absolutely smashed it, mate. So congratulations. Thank you. All the belts. Uh, that's everybody else's homework. We all now have to go out and win at least one FM based belt. Um, Say so we. I'm going to send Michael some emails. Oh. I want the FM European Championship. I want the <laughs> FM TV Championship. Um, yeah. All of them. All of them. The FM Hard, FTW championship, championship against Big yep. Demo. <laughs> yep, hardcore championship against Big Demo. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Can't, can't wait. I cannot, I cannot wait for that. Um, for those of you that don't know, by the way, that was part of my uh, stipulation, my charity stream. If I raised over the five hundred pounds, I was going to, uh, I was aiming to get. Uh, I now have to wrestle Big Demo. Um, <laughs> now is going to happen. Oh, I just can't wait. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. It's not going to be fine. It's not going to be fine. I've showed my kids some videos of of Big Demo because he's recently put out a bit of a uh, bit of a sizzle reel on the old socials. You know, some uh, a nice Big Demo highlight package, which looks incredible uh, because he's an incredible dude. Um, and I've showed them that. And my son took me to one side. He was like, Daddy, can I talk to you? I was like, of course you can, mate. He took me into a different room. He was like, Daddy, are you really going to wrestle him? He's going He's going to beat you. Like, no. He's not, mate. He's going to be absolutely fine. But he's like, no, Daddy, he's he's really going to beat you. I mean, I can nearly beat you. So he's really going to beat you. I'm like, thank you, son. Thank you for, for pointing that out. Yeah, your old dad may surprise you. He's like, no, he won't. He's really going to get you. I'm like, thank you. Thank you, pal. So, yeah, we've got that to look forward to, um, which I can't wait, and I'm sure the three of you can't either. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Thank you very, very much. So, yeah, yeah, hardcore match against Big Demo for an, a, a non-existing FM belt would be uh, would be a joy and a privilege. So, hey, keep your eyes peeled. Tag team matches, all of Kev's title defenses. Um, he's going he's to retain forever. It's gonna, he's going to go on yeah. a streak. He's going to go on a tear. And he's not going to drop the belt under any circumstances. These are my predictions, and I know them to be true. So there we are. Happy days. Happy days. Now, um, as we move on to the kind of the second half of pod or the next section of pod, you know, we normally like to, there's a bit of a theme every single week. We like to do a few bits and pieces. Um, this week's was 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 chucked out to us by by our man Jebaru, um, who is currently recording this podcast from Germany, in Berlin. Am I right in saying? Yes, that? I am in Berlin. I've been from Newcastle to Birmingham to Berlin, with one exactly. night in my own bed in between. So it's been it's been a fun free week. So I was only supposed to be out here for five days, but while I was in the airport, they said, "Ah, oh, we need you there for twelve days." So today's the laundry day. <laughs> as, as I wash, to be fair, I wouldn't actually have had enough 
pants and stuff like that because of all the traveling around. I didn't have time to do the laundry in between Insomnia and now. A shout out to everyone who came to Insomnia as well. It was really nice to see mm. such a load of the, uh, the FM community. And Callum was there as well. Uh, <laughs> the... I, I saw the picture of the two of you together. It was a lovely yeah. thing. Yeah, that was heartwarming. Heartwarming. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. So the uh, the uh, football, yeah, like I said, the football manager show was was quite nice to see. But then the Saturday, there was a lot more creators around as well. So it's interesting to see. And I think uh, chatting to Lelujo, he's never been to a convention that's had so many FM creators mm. at. So it's, it's great to see. And I think there's something there. And I think I put a tweet out about it this week. I said, I think we can do some sort of playoff streamer showdown or something on this show. Or even just a big meetup, or just a little bit more in-depth panel show. Because I think uh, Tony's was about forty-five minutes long. I think we can do a couple of hours. Who knows? Let's get uh, FMT up on that stage. We never know. Yep. So yeah, mm-hmm. that was great. So I am now over in Berlin. I am currently working on the Valorant Champions Tour, which is basically the premier Valorant tournament. They spend a lot of money on lights and various things. And it's led me over to Berlin. I'm trying to get tickets today to go see Union Berlin. It's really difficult to get to. But yeah, the Bundesliga is the focus. I was I think we've all dabbled a little bit within the Bundesliga, mm-hmm. mainly probably buying players from there. I think my favorite memory from the Bundesliga is uh player, probably the early CM2, CM97, 98. Freddie Bobic, unbelievable striker, Bolton legend, apparently. The four goals he scored in the 16 games for them. Uh, but yeah, Freddie Bobic mm-hmm. was made by the sign. There's obviously shout out to RDF, Chapuisat. Uh, <laughs> actually, it's a lot of just the Borussia Dortmund of the late 90s, that, that entire team. I mean, Matthias Sammer, I mean, I think he had 19s and 20s just for everything. You could play him anywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it was always good things. Modern day players like players like to raid uh, Schlotterbeck, not not Kevin, definitely not Kevin. Whoever, Pescara, no. Nico, yeah, Nico's a fantastic uh, centre back. More like almost like a mini Virgil Van Dyke when you get him going, uh, mm. can head the ball on corners and then just defend like an absolute beast. So yeah, the Bundesliga. I think it's a difficult league, and I think every single time you ever play Football Manager, it's exactly the same. Buy and win absolutely everything. They raid all of your best players just consistently. Uh, but I think that there's a lot of challenges out there. There's obviously, I think one of the ones that I might actually start up is uh, using, I think I started a couple of seasons ago on FM, and I might do it while I'm out here or various in between. Is a Victoria Berlin. So you've got Hertha, who are doing rather well. You've got Union Berlin, who are down outstanding. I think the third in the Bundesliga currently. But yeah, I think Victoria Berlin are just sat in Bundesliga free and don't have a lot of money so I think that that probably my challenge that I want to set myself start that up as a save but go around the Bundesliga like I think just the freedom that you have with players you don't really have many restrictions which is always mm-hmm. nice for transfers and I think that's why people gravitate towards there but yeah I think the Bundesliga as a, the, like as a challenge or as a division is, is a really interesting place to be I don't know what absolutely so I think that I think there's a lot you can do with the Bundesliga because, as you've mentioned there, one of the key things I think people enjoy a lot is, as you said, there aren't as many restrictions as there are in countries like Italy, for example. You know, one of the other bigger European leagues. Um, it's an interesting league. It it feels like a it feels to me like a more competitive league, in as much as you know that Bayern are going to be the team to beat. Like Bayern Munich are going to be top of the league pretty much every season unless somebody does something exceptional 
Um, but at the same time, there are also clubs in that league that if they did win, you wouldn't necessarily be shocked by. Like, you know, you've got your Borussia Dortmunds, you've got your RB Leipzigs, um, even um, teams like Leverkusen, for example. Like, if they can put a run together, they're going to be teams that are absolutely challenging. I mean, obviously, as you've said, like Union Berlin this season, um, outperforming everybody's expectations in real life. So, you know, that hopefully the abilities of those players might be reflected a little bit better moving forward in FM24, for example, because I think some of the players they've got there are going to be due some uh, some fairly significant boosts in terms of uh, in terms of attributes moving forwards. Um, but there's a lot you can do. There is there is a lot that you can do there. Um, I mean, shout out to uh, one of the one of the five star boys, Dupe, um, at the start of this season. His save was uh, 1860 Munich, I think, and his plan was to turn them into the most successful team in German footballing history, um, which sounds like a pretty, you know, big task, because it is, weirdly enough. Um, imagine trying to take an underperforming team and turning them into the most successful, you know, club in, in that country's history. Wouldn't catch me trying to do that in, in certain parts of North America. That's a ridiculous idea. What, no, what, Central what, America. So. Oh, sorry. Ex exactly. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even dream of doing it in North America. Central America, I mean, that's even more ridiculous. Absolutely yep. no chance I would try and do that. Um, there's, there's a lot to do and there's a lot to enjoy. Um, I mean, like, as you say, it's, it's really, really, really strong talent pool. Really, really good talent pool as well. There are plenty of players who are currently playing in that league that clubs of all statures, you know, there's especially if you're managing like a top tier team in a big European country, there are always going to be players in there that catch the eye. Um, haven't you haven't tried him yet this year, but I would really, really like to, based on how much fun I had with him last year, is uh Kareem Adeyemi, uh now at Dortmund, um previously uh in Austria, I think it was uh, RB Salzburg. Incredible striker, just quick, really, really, really good finishing, like great att attacking attributes. Um, did bits for me last season with clubs like Lille. Um, he was absolutely outstanding. Not got to, not got to use him yet this year, but I would like to. Hey, maybe that'll be the direction I go in content-wise moving forward. Just getting to have a bit of a play with Adeyemi, who I miss <laughs> terribly. Uh, Somebody soundbite that, please. <laughs> Hey, please, please do please do um it's just in context rich owens at this point it's just in context, rich owens. i just really want to play with adiemi he just he just looks lovely doesn't he um hey also he, he likes a bit of streaming as well so hey just, just come and come have a give us a call give us a call cream come come for a chat and we, we won't, won't make it weird at all <laughs> um, no, it's it's a really interesting league i mean kev have you got much experience bundesliga wise have you uh dabbled previously uh, yes, I have. Uh, so uh, I've got some stuff that I want to say about it in a second, but I will preface it um, with the thought that actually uh, my big issue is that I've been playing this game in Football Manager for like 28 years or whatever it is, <laughs> and it all merges into one and I can't remember anything. Anybody that tells me back in 08, 09, I got a brilliant save with such and such and had 15 players, I could name them all and they were all, I can't. I really can't. I've got no clue. I, I know that back in the day, I had a very, very successful, good Hertha Berlin save. I mean, this is, you know, a decade ago in real terms uh, and had a thoroughly good time doing it. And I've played a couple of times in Germany since then. But the, the main thing that I wanted to say about uh, actually playing in Germany was it was my very first ever YouTube series that I did. 
Now, I made a couple of errors uh, because um, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was a baby YouTuber who had no clue. Uh, and my biggest error was ultimately a person with no reputation in the sphere of YouTubing football manager decided to make a series out of a German club that he made up. Those two things are really stupid as a combination because nobody's watching for you and nobody's watching for the club that you're playing either. Don't do it, is my advice, until you're well-recognized and able to do what you like. I did this save called the United City Randomizer. And it was and my big idea was ultimately every FM, I was going to restart it with the uh, with half a dozen options for each of the impactful things in Football Manager. Your transfer budget, your wage budget, your league position, your reputation, all sorts of things. And I was going to literally randomize it every season, uh, every new season of Football Manager and do a different United City randomizer. And on the first season, Part of the randomization was it fell on Germany as the place I needed to create my club. So I spent uh, lots of episodes of the United City randomizer, which were all absolutely dreadful, looking back on them now, pretty much, um, as my first port of call in the sphere of creating content on Football Manager. Um, and it was a lovely, uh, lovely time to sort of get used to doing YouTube when nobody was really watching too much. Um, and so I created the United City FC and we had a good go and it was a lovely thing. Um, but yeah, my, my experience of German football in terms of um, football manager isn't overly vast. My experiences of German football full stop isn't massive. It's not a league that I actually follow by watching much of the games. I guess most of my interaction with it in FM23 has come through drafting and finding some good people to draft in. I mean, you know, we'll all go to the most obvious one to a point in uh, at the moment is Jude Bellingham sitting in uh, Borussia Dortmund's central midfield. And if you get an opportunity to draft him into your central midfield on a, an FM23 draft, then please do it because he's absolutely awesome. Uh, but there's uh, another name in there that I would like to highlight as somebody that everybody will know and maybe more so this week or so because he's had a bit of an interesting week IRL is uh, Leroy Sané. Uh, Leroy Sané playing out there at the moment. Uh, he's had a fun week with uh, Sadio Mane, let's just say that. But mm -hmm. um, in drafting terms, he's one that um, is one of those odd players where you look at him and you think, yes, please. Absolutely, yes, please. Pace to burn, has got trickery, can get up and down, do that thing. But actually unlocking that is a little bit more tricky, I find, with him. He's um, He has never quite shown up for me as much as I think he probably should, but I'm still kind of determined to make it work somehow because he seems to have everything that I really want off of one of those wide areas. So Leroy Sané's a work in progress drafting-wise for me, but I think there's something in there, obviously, if you can afford him. Um, but yeah, that's mainly where my experience of German football has happened in FM23 is on those draft modes and trying to find the the uh, unlocked potential of some of those players. But I've had plenty of experience over the years. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, Callum, you're somebody who's sat on many a panel, um, especially for things like the FM playoffs. Are there, with the exceptions of, of your as Kev has mentioned, the obvious ones like Jude Bellingham's. Mm. Are there any Bundesliga players that you know you you see getting picked up frequently, or alternatively ones that you think don't necessarily get enough love from the uh, the drafting community? 
Well, until very recently, obviously, I would have I would have probably gone towards Robert Lewandowski. You know, he's mm-hmm. he, and, and, but obvi- obviously, as as we all know really well, he's he's moved to Barcelona now. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. I can't can't say do, him. Do, do you know that really well, there, Callum? Just, really just well. Checking. Yeah, you sure? You sure? Really well. Not re-recording this at all, are we? No, no. no I, def- no. I definitely knew that. I definitely knew. Um, but you know, um, I think I think when you're looking at the sort of budget picks, the obvious one that comes to mind is Makoko, uh, just because mm-hmm. even though pe- you know he doesn't develop an awful lot in a small period of time during a draft, but uh, is he still a million pounds? He's he's always very cheap, usually. there or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he he's he's quite a nice one to have off the bench. You know, a bit of explosive pace late on. Um, similar to sort of a Daniel Malin or a Sebastian Haller. And I definitely haven't been, just been told those players. Um, and I know all about them. Also, Rev, Robert Lewandowski, great. So good in the Bundesliga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, what surprised me about Lewandowski, um, considering he's been mentioned, I had no idea, and again, this just shows my exceptional European ball knowledge, um, he's currently the top scorer in the Liga. Um, as is my understanding, which is again, since he's made the move to Barcelona, he's gone, he's he's just kind of like disappeared off my radar, which I know sounds like a really odd thing to say, but you know, you would expect him to go to that league and score goals anyway. So it shouldn't be surprising that he is, you know, the, the, the top scorer out there. But it just feels like I think because there's so much focus from people this year on clubs like Real Madrid, you know, they, they've, you know, they've, they, another really successful successful European campaign for them. Um, you know, you've got players like Karim Benzema, who's like in, in the best form of his, his life. You know, they've got all these really exciting players coming through. All the Barcelona talk this year has just been about what a mess the club is in financially. Uh, what is it they're going to do next to activate the next, you know, step of their is it economic levers? It's like, hey, we've done NFTs. Now, you know, give us 50 quid and we'll send a squad player around your house to, to, to make you a cup of tea or something. We'll figure it all out. So there's all these disasters going on off the pitch for Barcelona. It doesn't, to me, feel like there's been very much talk about what's been going on on it. And the fact that Lewandowski has just gone out there and he's just carried on the incredible form he was in uh, for all those years in the Bundesliga. He's carried it on. Um, with Barcelona it surprised me which I feel like in hindsight it shouldn't have done because I've, I've heard rumors that Robert Lewandowski is actually quite a good striker so uh weird all right, weird yeah. that one yeah he's, he's all right I've heard the rumors I've heard the rumors about him um Emre no. Chan is another one for me it seems mm-hmm. to be in, in terms of a drafting it seems to be quite Dortmund heavy doesn't it yeah but, just yeah, Dortmund, Emre uh, Chan. yeah Hummels as well uh mm-hmm. obviously very slow uh, definitely not that keeper. I don't know if you saw the. It basically looked like it was rigged the Bayern versus Borussia Dortmund game the other week, where the keeper came down and just missed kick the ball and they went in. It was just Kobol, uh, isn't it? Yeah. So that's the, that's the keeper at the moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think like Leipzig have got an outstanding array of youth talent, and you've got yeah. I think there's quite a lot to develop there as well, and I think there's there's been a, a number of saves. I think Clayton's hurt to Brazil last season, so there's a lot of nice ideas you can carry out, and there's a lot of like. I wouldn't say fallen giants, but people like Werder Bremen and Wolfsburg mm-hmm. used to be big in, in the early 2000s. You had players like Diego, even Hamburg as well. Uh, I think everyone discovered Raphael van der Vaart before he moved to Tottenham at Hamburg mm-hmm. back in the day. So, yeah, there's there's a yeah. lot. There's always a lot of talent hanging around the Bundesliga. Yeah, there really, really is. Um, you know, Wolf, Wolfsburg always springs to mind. You know, that just that graphite goal 
against Bayern Munich where he just took it past five defenders and just back heels it into the opposite corner. <laughs> Philip, Philip Lahm just like flops at it really dejectedly before it crosses the line. And it's, it's there, there's there's always going to be clubs that have got just a few little gems in there. Ironically, before in real life, they do get snapped up by clubs like Bayern Munich. Um, you know, they've always got those players. There's always going to be clubs that have got superstars there that are really, really fun to use. You know, I had a little dabble with Stuttgart before, uh, before I did uh, the Mad Scientist save. Um, really really good fun because again they've just there's a couple of players in each squad that just make it fun you know i have players like um silas it's great fun to use it's quick tricky you know i never got the best out of him because we had a bit of a you know fractured relationship with his <laughs> demand for 60 grand a week when i was paying him 10 i take it all back actually i hate him he's terrible <laughs> the, the emotional damage emotional damage from uh from the man silas there but no there's 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 enough players and you know it's it's that most clubs are going to be, you know, well strengthened. Um, you don't need to have a huge transfer budget because, you know, players that might not be cutting it in, in a league like the Premier League. You know, if you look at um, um, Stuttgart being a prime example, um, you've got um, Dan Axel Zagadou, who turned up on a free and is absolutely wonderful. And Mavra Panos as well, who I think was on Arsenal's books for a few years, couldn't really break into their first team, has then just moved to Germany and established himself as a really, really strong centre-back. So there's so much fun to be had. So, so much fun to be had in the Bundesliga. So again, if you are struggling for content ideas like this guy, Bundesliga could be the place for you to go. I would wholeheartedly recommend a little trip to Germany at some point in the not too distant future. Um, if you want a real challenge, obviously Schalke is the one because they have absolutely no money at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> very much in a hole. I mean, they, they got promoted again, but they are still struggling. And I think, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, uh, shout out for St. Pauli because they're all pirates. They absolutely are. Um, absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah, or just, you know, try and take a club from Berlin and, and do big things because, you know, for the, for the German capital, you know, in terms of its footballing history, um, it's it's not got a, you know, compared to your clubs from a place like Munich, it's it's struggling. It's absolutely struggling. Um, although apparently one of the main criticisms that I was, I was reading about this this morning before we started recording when uh, Jeb pitched this idea, um, there are a lot of German pundits that blame um, the cultural diversification of Berlin um, as being one of the reasons that it's not very good at football, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. <laughs> Do better. Do be no, it's just, just, just too many exciting players from all over the world in this. They, that doesn't equip that. That doesn't equate to good football, surely not. No, it does. It absolutely does. And and just embrace that and, and run with it because it's a good thing. We enjoy that kind of thing. Um, what a very, very bizarre criticism of why your city isn't necessarily as good at football as other cities. No, nonsense. Nonsense business. So there we go. Go to Germany. Do a football. That's my advice. Uh, and we didn't, you know, and if you decide to do that, let us know how you're getting on. You know, just just leave comments under this video. Let us know on the Discord. Let us know via Twitter how you're how you're getting on in Germany, because we would genuinely like to know. We're interested. We like that kind of thing and more of it in the future. Please and thank you. Lovely stuff. Um, I think in hindsight, boys, it's, it's probably not 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 far away from us starting to to wrap up podcast but before we start to do our wrap up of podcast i think we should all let you know that we're recording this on a sunday morning um so tomorrow evening tomorrow evening being monday evening um i think we've we've agreed tentatively that we're going to see the return of the fmt network game hooray do you remember remember that that network save that we were doing he's not involved is he 
He's no Kurt Callum's. Okay, Callum's, okay, not Callum, Callum's got slouders to take care <laughs> okay. of. So. Te- technically, I'm not involved much either at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna Don't be it's worry. gonna be an interesting experiment because I'm gonna have to dial into my own PC at home to get mm-hmm. the save up and running. So that'll be running. Wherever I'm streaming will be, hmm, I don't know, but the other two will be. Yeah, I will we'll be make in, it work. Yeah, we'll make it work in some shape or form. Jeb will be in the call. Everything will be fine. And then maybe, I think next week, um, I think, Callum, if you want to, you know, spend five minutes grilling us over our network game performances, I think we'd all be... Uh, all be okay with that. Um, it won't take me, five minutes. I mean, I mean currently, I'm, I'm currently in limbo or like just, just outside the pearly gates, judging by my background. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. So, so this is the, the beauty of moving back to a webcam that's not very good. So there we are. <laughs> just, just don't follow the light, Jeb. Don't I know, follow the light. Go through, I'm going through this door. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I thought well, Jeb has recently joined Imperium and he's just, it's just the middle of the... <laughs> middle of the end if, i better yeah, not get yeah, to try uh, soon at walter i'm calling him walter his name's walter, <laughs> walter. <laughs> it's walter just just accept that it's walter um absolutely it's so yeah that'll be back so that'll be exciting if you come come and watch us I'll, I'll be doing some streaming kev will probably be doing some streaming jab maybe not um and don't worry we will come up with a by the end of tomorrow night's stream kev will be employed in the, the Bundesliga. In the Bundesliga. <laughs> we will make it happen. Don't worry that we, we will figure this out. Don't worry. It's all going to be okay. So there we go. More of that kind of thing. Network game tomorrow night, Monday. Come and have a little watch. Um, I will try and remember exactly what was happening last time. Of course, that, that's mostly to... for patrons who are listening to this on Monday uh, during this the day. True. For anybody yeah. listening on Tuesday, um, yeah, watch, I, I might have a job. Who knows? There you go. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, Kev is now managing Man City for whatever reason. Um, Brilliant. It's all going fine. It's all going <laughs> fine. So there we go. That's the only um, that's happening. But apart from that, fellas, but apart from that, I don't know about the three of you. But I reckon that's probably a podcast. Definitely. Yeah. Good. Good. That felt nice. I enjoyed that. I had a nice time doing good that. Good to that be back. It's, isn't it, though? It's brilliant to be back. Uh, before we uh, before we end, before we sign off for the day, um, Jeb, we'll start with you. If people would like to uh, get engaged with what you are doing, where can they find information about that, streaming or otherwise? Uh, Twitter dot com forward slash the jebaru i'm not streaming probably too much in the next couple of weeks so go follow malteser underscore falcon because he's done an amazing job with the uh, community stream this week go give him a shout out definitely wonderful wonderful can't agree up more. Truck. uh mal up the truck what a guy what an absolute hero mal is uh callum uh what about yourself if the people want to find you or just other people that you enjoy um where can they do so yeah, um, I'm Y Callum on everything, Y Callum underscore and Y Callum on Twitch. Um, in a similar sort of vein, go and follow the, follow the cult of. He's done a cracking job on the charity stream and it would be lovely to follow him. I'm pretty certain he's got underscores in his name, so I'm going to double no. check. Is, 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 is the cult zero F that's the important thing there we, go. Five, yeah. <laughs> there we go the cult zero F uh, so yeah so uh, so go and follow him because he's done an amazing job this week and uh, having watched quite a lot of his content it's very very different getting the, the, the view of someone who actually works on the game is really intriguing how his mind mm-hmm. works with the save 
Um, the way he de uh, demantled the uh, the Maidstones uh, team over the, the summer, which he took over, was quite the watch. <laughs> it was quite the watch. How he just absolutely <laughs> obliterated what everyone had been doing. He got now I'm going to make us a good team. Very, very interesting. Go and watch Jack. Excellent. Um, Kev, what about you, pal? What? Point the people in the direction of some content. So you can find me both on Twitter and Twitch at the United City FM. I'm on Twitch every weekday afternoon, 3 till 5 p.m. Don't go and watch everybody else. I'm the champ, damn it. Come and watch me <laughs> every weekday afternoon, 3 till 5 on my Homeward Bound series. And we'll hopefully uh, see you on the network game. And I might have a job there and we'll see you back here next week. Uh, Rich, have you got any idea who you're going to be streaming with and when you're going to be streaming and how long it's going to last for and what's going to happen next? Let us know. Yeah, yeah. Um, to, to answer all of your questions there, Kevin, no, no, I don't. But I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Look, Monday is going to be network game. Thursday, we are, I think Thursday, Kevin and I are drafting uh, for the FM Spring Cup. Spring Cup, yep. Spring Cup. So we are drafting on Thursday and the competition is next Sunday. So I don't have to figure out content for at least another week. I'll figure something out. Just keep an eye on socials, which is at Rich Owens FM on Twitter. Um, in terms of shouting other people out, I'd like to just take a moment to um, shout out um, Kev's victims from last night. <laughs> Cy Maggio, Wickdiv. Tony Jameson, all excellent streamers, uh, all deserve your time and attention. So if you're not already following Cy, uh, Abby and Tony, just make sure you're doing that because I'm sure they would appreciate it because they're good people. Who I'm make supposed good to say I'm supposed to say that I'd prefer an evening in their company rather than a title, aren't I, or something? But no, bring me the no. title. Where's my title? No. Damn it! No, <laughs> Kev's here to win, and Kev has won, and he's. I don't want to say insufferable. But, uh, I'm, I'm expecting. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting. You know, sunglasses, big fur coats, um, yeah, that purple you know. beard's going to his head a bit. A bit <laughs> it's the dye. It's the fumes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we see this is the this is the new arc. It's the uh, it's 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 Kev's very very subtle heel turn. It's not yeah. subtle at all. He's got a purple beard now. He does what he wants, and uh, he can because he's the champion. Um, lads, I've had a really really nice morning it's been great it's lovely to be back it's great to have everybody in the full fm team is here oh there it is there's the wave he started early i love it i absolutely love it um from all of us it's been an absolute pleasure thank you very very much for watching or listening thank you for spending a bit of time in our company we appreciate you as always um from myself and the fm team thank you very much and we will catch you on the next episode of football manager therapy Take care. Love you lots. Bye-bye.